On this week's episode, we're looking at our year in review, and we're taking a sneak peek at the year ahead. ADHD Rewired, episode 198. This is the show designed for those of us with really good intentions, but a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and speaker. The website is ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me tell you about this. Hey, Tina. Thanks for becoming a patron this week. I really do appreciate your support. If you love this show and everything else that we do, join Tina and Diana and Nancy and Alex and Denise, Juliet, Elise, Lindsay, Kat, Bianca, Ellen, Callie, Aaron, Lana, Cassandra, David, Kendra, Kim, Joe, Audrey, Sherry, Amber, Zach, Chris, Rosa, Judith, Carmen, Alisadar. I think I missed that name the first time I read it a while back, um, but thank you. Michelle, Stephen, Johanna, Jessica, Janice, Brian, Chris, Matthew, Mary, Justin, and How to ADHD. Thank all of you for supporting ADHD Rewired with your monthly contributions. Help me cover the cost of my production editing team over at Pro Podcast Solutions. We only need nine more new patrons to help us hit our goal of 50 patrons by the end of the year. And if we hit it, all patrons will be invited to a live private Zoom hangout where you can ask me questions or just hang out with me and other rewired patrons. Support ADHD Rewired by going to ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And thanks. I joined this group because I was tired. I was tired of feeling like I never had enough time, tired of feeling like I was always late, like I was always procrastinating, tired of feeling that I was underaccomplished. I was tired of trying harder, and I was ready to start trying differently. I felt like I had, for so long, just been beating my head against the wall that it wasn't budging, and I wasn't able to produce the change that I needed or wanted. And I, listening to Eric's podcast, I knew that he had a lot of the tools and a lot of the know-how that would be able to help me with that. And so I thought more and more about it. And I remember in our initial pre-screening interview with Eric, um, I had talked to another coach here locally just like earlier that week. It was so different talking to Eric. It felt so real because he is one of us. He knows the things that we struggle with and he understands us. The reason I joined is because of Eric. He's amazing. And I uh, look up to him. I hope to continue to learn from him. Early registration for our spring sessions begins January 16th. With the new year just around the corner, there's never been a better time to look ahead and commit to investing in yourself and your growth. Registration is by appointment and you can reserve your registration interview time today by going to coachingrewired.com. That's coachingrewired.com. (laughs) 
Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. It's just me today. And uh, what I want to do today is really go through and do a year in review. Now, every year I spend time either at the very end of the year or at the very beginning of the year. And I spend time reviewing my goals from the prior year. Now, I think it's critical to look back and to reflect before you look forward. So you know if you're headed in the right direction and so you know if you need to make any kind of course correction. So what I want to do uh, for this episode is a little different than what you might be used to. I know it's probably been a long time since I've done a, a solo show, but I want to share with you my year in review. I want to share with you what my goals were, what my wins were, and what my challenges were. And I had a lot of lessons learned, and I want to share those with you, too. A lot of wonderful things really did happen in 2017 that I'm really grateful for. And overall, it was a really good year, but it was also a really, really hard year. For those of you who don't know, at the end of June, my family and I moved. So we bought and sold a home and I moved my office, which also meant winding down my private therapy practice. So right now I'm sitting here looking at my goals for 2017 that I wrote at the beginning of the year and moving was not on the map of things that were going to happen this year. So I want to share with you the things that were on this list. And by list, I mean mind map because I'm not really a list person because I, I really want to show you how I think about my, my goal setting and my planning. Um, because for me, intentional planning has become such an important part of how I manage my ADHD. And I would honestly say that moving really made 2017 probably, I would say definitely the most challenging year I've probably ever had. I used to think that it was being a grad student, that being a grad student was the hardest thing that I ever did, but I think that just got uh, demoted to uh, grad school, got demoted to number two. Uh, so yeah, there were some periods during this year that I was really, really stressed and I struggled a bit. So what we're going to do for this episode is I'm going to go through my goals for the year. And, you know, if I were to just look at all of my goals on a very sort of numerical um, standpoint and, and take a look at, all right, what were the goals that I set out to do? How many did I achieve? Uh, and how many didn't I? If I looked at it just solely in that way, I would say I failed this year. But because I don't look at it that way, I would say that I actually had a really good year. I think especially because of uh, the challenges that that um, came up. You know, so I started this year as I do, uh, and one of the things I think I started this a year or two ago, where. I start the year by identifying uh, some overarching themes that I really want to weave into my goals and really into my life in general for, for the year. And so this past year, I identified joy, music, gratitude, and balance as my four themes. And, um, and again, when I set these goals and these themes, moving was not 
part of the original vision for 2017. So some things actually changed uh, during the year. So you know, in, in January, I made the decision to pull back on the amount of hours uh, that I have been putting in. One of the things that I created when I started ADHD Rewired was I created a five-year plan. And part of that was that I was going to really devote five years to really hustling, to really working hard, to seeing if I can build a sustainable online business. And if it wasn't sustainable, then I would probably shift, shift back to a traditional therapy practice. So I felt like I was in a really good place. The business was in a good place. We were living a, a very comfortable and, and healthy lifestyle uh, and, and modest lifestyle. And, you know, we were saving for the future. Uh, so really, like as far as my business and my, uh, my family, we were in a really good place. So for the first time since launching ADHD Rewired, and I had this conversation with my wife, you know, I actually felt comfortable transitioning from what I kind of viewed as an intensive growth uh, mode to more of a, uh, a sustainable growth mode. And so I started leaving the office a couple nights each week. Uh, and I was actually feeling pretty satisfied with what I accomplished uh, each day. I didn't feel as much of that pull to keep doing one more thing, well, at least not as much of uh, that, that pull. So that was in January and, and February. So when my wife and I decided that we were going to move, a uh, part of that was my, well, the, the primary reason was my uh, son had just got accepted into a private or, or independent school that we knew was going to be a much better fit for him. So um, we knew that this decision uh, wasn't going to be an easy one because part of this meant that we knew that our cost of living was going to uh, significantly increase. So with that, I knew that I was going to have to kind of ramp back up the way I was approaching my, my work and my business. Um, but after a, a, a several long conversations that I had with my wife, we made the decision and both agreed that uh, that that made sense. So as I said, the, the themes that I had were joy, music, gratitude, and balance. Um, I also added a uh, another theme in there that kind of became more prevalent, and that was uh, around minimalism. So balance was not one <laughs> that I uh, did well at all uh, this year. But one of the themes that I inserted, uh, I think it was maybe around April, what April or May, as we're getting ready to, to sell the home. And I was getting stressed out about money. And um, I, I kind of caught myself in a conversation that I uh, um, was having with someone was I was catching myself in a very much of a scarcity mindset. And I was having some panics around finances. And um, I was just really, really overwhelmed. And I knew that uh, having a scarcity mindset did not get me to where I am today in my business. And so I, I recognized that. And so I added abundance and really more of an abundance mindset. Um, I really needed to uh, be be mindful um, and and uh, really pay attention to the thoughts that I was having around um, uh, not enough, right? 
that I wasn't going to make enough, that we were going to have enough. Um, so I really needed to uh, address that because I, I uh, it, it became apparent to me that that was uh, entering into my thought process. And I knew that that was not going to be a healthy way for me to really move forward with everything else that, that I am doing. So let me come back to this, uh, the, the mind map, and uh, I want to share with you um, all the things that I, uh, I set out for 2017. And most of my mind map is work related because that's where I have the the, um, the most amount of goals. But um, something that kind of occurred to me, <laughs> and I'm almost embarrassed to, to acknowledge this, uh, but I'm going to, uh, is... You know, so many of the strategies I have built in my life around uh, around managing my ADHD in in work have really been so isolated to work. I now, for the first time, I'm using a to do list at home. <laughs> I mean, it sounds absurd saying it out loud, but it's a, it's one of these things, I guess that that I didn't realize how much I really needed to be doing that, um, and. Uh, which is sort of crazy to me to think about the fact that I wasn't really connecting that. And I think part of that was uh, my, you know, my wife took care of so many of the things around the house. Um, but now my wife is back at work. And so um, I really needed to step up uh, uh, my, how I was managing my time and projects at home and, and things like that. Um, so let's, let's kind of take a look at this. All right. So let's see. Um, one of the goals that I had was uh, under things that I wanted to to learn. So I had a category for things I wanted to learn was I wanted to become a better writer. I wanted to really learn um, LinkedIn as a, as a uh, social media platform. And I wanted to learn organizational strategies around things and stuff. So um Becoming a better writer, I didn't do anything uh, to address that at, at all around LinkedIn. It's funny when I was reviewing this today, um, this morning, I I'm a part of a, a weekly mastermind group and uh, one of the, uh, or there's a discussion about uh, something in my mastermind group around LinkedIn and I made a comment during the group that I don't think I can remember the last time I even logged into LinkedIn. So um, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't touched that one. The um, around organizational strategies and uh, and really learning how to manage my stuff. You know, I've gotten pretty good in my in my work life around managing time, but stuff has been another uh, another area. And I think because of my move, it really pushed me uh, to learn more about uh, managing stuff. I've been listening a lot to uh, um, the Minimalist podcast um, and really have been embracing minimalism and getting rid of a lot of stuff. And, uh, and I sort of, I've had to, you know, the, we had uh, basically three months from the time we made the decision to, uh, that we wanted to, to sell our house and move uh, to actually move. And, oh my God, we had so much stuff. We had so much stuff. We moved with 150 boxes and um, and we got rid of a lot of stuff. We donated a lot of stuff. I sold a lot of stuff on uh, on Facebook. Um, but I'm continuing to do that. And I've, uh, I really feel that um, I've become so much more aware of the some of the thought processes that 
I think we're pretty pervasive in in my mind around stuff. Um, I think probably one of the biggest things that I have uh, been uh, catching myself on and really doing better on is the, oh, I might need this one day or there's nothing wrong with this. So, I mean, I have, so I'm also a musician. So obviously I have a lot of audio stuff being a musician and with a podcast and everything, but I have so many extras of different kinds of wires and you know, so that thought of, well, there's nothing wrong with this one. I really went to challenge that. And uh, just because there's nothing wrong with it doesn't mean I need to hold on to it and keep it. So I've been getting rid of a lot more stuff. Um, and I have found that actually selling things on, on Facebook to be kind of fun. And I've been putting all the money that I've been making from that. I'm actually putting into a um fun for myself that I am going to uh, be bringing in a either a professional organizer or interior decorator. I haven't fully decided yet. Um, once we've finished some uh, construction that we're doing in our home, I, I'll make that decision. But I think so far I have about $400 um, of stuff that I've sold. And um, uh, so that's that. So as far as things that I've learned, as far as um, how to organize stuff, I am, I've, I've been making progress on that and I'm going to continue working on that. All right. I had another goal uh, was to create an online course. I didn't touch that one. Um, so moving on. And, and I want to say this too, that, that once when, when we made the decision that we were going to move, I very intentionally um, started saying no to a lot of things and, and it was very intentionally not adding anything new um, to, uh, to, what I was working on. All right. Um, I had the goal to launch my new website in uh, Q1. So the first quarter of uh, 2017. And so I'm really happy to say that I have a brand new website. We launched it, I think maybe two months ago. Um, so, you know, this was a big goal that I had and it took way longer uh, uh, than I was wanting it to, but I got it launched. And it was, uh, it was a big project because I have a lot of stuff on the website. So um, I would look at that as success. And, you know, I think it's so important to really look at having timelines on your, uh, for your goals. All this is, is to help you bring focus and clarity. So I look at having a, a new website launched in Q1 and actually having it launched in, in the fourth quarter as success because it happened. Right. I, you know, I kept working on it and I had uh, snafus and things that came up and I went through different, a different, um, I, I was working with someone then I went with somebody else. Um, and so it, it was what it was, but I'm happy with the site. Um, and I, um, I'm learning WordPress. Um, this would be funny. The, the moment that the site went live, um, I sort of had buyer's remorse cause I was like, Oh my God, I don't know how to work this website. Uh, but I went on to, uh, to Udemy and then I found a free, which is an online course uh, platform. And I found a, a free, um, a course on, uh, WordPress basics and I just needed to learn the basics and I was able to run with that. So, um, so that's, that was a big goal that I accomplished this year and I was, um, so I'm really happy about that one. 
I had my goal to hire a VA. I did that and worked with a VA. Um, and now my that VA, um, several months ago, um, sort of step basically, uh, uh, we ended our primary work together, um, but she has been continuing to upload my podcast episodes. Uh, so Jessica, thank you for continuing to do that. And uh, and we are working on getting that the replacement for that role for this for 2018. But I did also, uh, as of this week, I uh, just hired somebody new. Um, she's been on the podcast before um, when we had the, um, the, the the episode where we had the three um, admin from my last coaching group. So Cassandra Tower, I just hired her um, part time to help me out with uh, help me out with some specific goals and projects that we're going to be working on. One of my goals was to that I set at the beginning of the year was to uh, maintain six clients from my clinical practice. Now, this goal that I set was set in January before I had any uh, thoughts about uh, moving. And and one of the things that um, the, the move sort of, I guess, pushed me into is realizing that what I'm doing here with the, my coaching groups, I absolutely love what I'm doing. And so, um, I, I did, um, in, for all intents and purposes, close my clinical practice. Um, you know, because my, I did move, my office is also moved. Um, so I do still see and consult with two, two of my clients that I was seeing before, but, uh, but I'm not taking on any new clients for on my therapy side of my practice. Um, so that, that was a big shift, uh, for me. So that was a, a shift just based on life circumstance. All right. So let's, uh, I want to move to my podcast goals. My biggest goal for those of you who have been listening for a long time, uh, you might be able to guess what my biggest goal was, um, that I did not achieve. Um, and that was to interview Brene Brown. I, put in some effort and did some things to try to make that happen. I know that there are more things that I could do uh, to try to make that happen. I'm not fully giving up on it, um, but I, you know, I have a lot of mixed thoughts about it. You know, in, in some ways, if I do get that interview, I wonder if there, you know, what is, there, what is there then to look forward to uh, after I've interviewed Brene Brown? Um, no, I would interview her in a second if she, uh, she made herself available. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's that. Um, and again, you know, if by any odd chance, um, she's listening or anyone that is in her inner circle, um, please be a guest, Brene. All right. Um, sad begging is now over. All right. So, uh, my next goal was, uh, by December 31st to hit 1 million downloads for the podcast. Um, and I did that and I did that early. Um, I, as of right now, so it is uh, December 21st. Um, oh, happy winter solstice. Um, the downloads are I'm at one, uh, 1,082,000 downloads. And that's just, uh, it's kind of hard to believe. Um, so I'm very humbled and, uh, and proud uh, of that. So I, I achieved that goal, which is really exciting. Um, I just sort of think through this, but maybe next year it'll be the double that. All right. Uh, other goals I had around the podcast were to uh, increase marketing and promotional efforts. I didn't do as much of that as I wanted to. One of the things that I really want to do is create some videos uh, that that can introduce people to the podcast. Uh, so 
I'm going to really work on next year, uh, working on really making that happen. Cause that's one of these, these, uh, ideas that hasn't gone away. Um, so that's a, that's a sign. Um, another one is to get on iHeartRadio, which I don't know what's going on. I think there's some technical snafus there cause it says that I'm on there, but I'm actually not. So that's technical stuff that probably doesn't really interest you. Um, but these are some of the, the goals that I have on here. All right. I want to, one of my goals was to create more content and upload uh, um, stuff to YouTube. So I was doing that for a while. I, I think I went like on a 10 episode stretch where I was editing the episodes. Some of them I would uh, kind of break them up into segments. And um, man, video editing is a ton of work. And so and I did grow the, the YouTube channel. My baby, it's rewired YouTube channel did definitely have some significant growth when I was doing that weekly. But I, identified that I, at this time, I, uh, I, I didn't want to, or couldn't really commit that kind of bandwidth on my time uh, to doing that consistently. Um, but it does connect to one of my goals for next year, um, that I'll, uh, that I might get into uh, later on. Another goal I have, uh, was I want to send out information about my podcast and coaching groups to, uh, ADHD specialty practices around the country. Um, I, I talked about this one. I haven't, didn't really do anything to move forward on that one. Um, I want to uh, continue to improve work workflow from my scheduling to promoting. Um, I made, I have made some, uh, some improvements there. Um, I think I can do a, still a little bit better job of promoting episodes um, as well. Uh, I wanted to schedule guests out for two or three months at a time. I have done that, although I have recently noticed that um, I don't have that many guests scheduled for the future. So this is a call to action right now. If you're interested in coming on the show, um, schedule a pre-interview uh, with me at the website. Uh, go to go to uh, ADHDrewired.com and uh, click on the podcast. And about halfway down the page, there's a link that says be a guest. I wanted to create a list of potential guests. I have done that. I uh, wanted to record, what does it say? When I, I made some notes for this episode, by the way, and um, I did all of my notes vo voice dictation wise, um, and I didn't really edit what came out. So I'm trying to make sense of what do I think uh, it heard me say? I wanted to do a mastermind session um, as a podcast. And um, that's probably one of the goals that I had that I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't, didn't follow through on because um, I think it would be really neat. So maybe, maybe this year. I also have a goal to be, uh, I wanted to be on more, uh, be a guest on more people's shows. And I've started to do that very recently. So, you know, if I look at a, you know, if I look at the big picture of the podcast, I think that the, the podcast continues to improve. Um, you know, I, it obviously continues to grow, but if I look at all of my specific goals, I didn't hit most of them. And so I want to, to really emphasize that, you know, one of the things I often hear people say as to why they don't set goals is because they feel so discouraged when they don't achieve their goals. You know, it's goal setting is to provide direction. It doesn't mean that you have to do every single thing that is that is on there. So um, I just really want to encourage you to not get discouraged by not hitting goals. Um, you know, it's just about, it's about making progress and just being honest with yourself about uh, the reasons why you, you didn't hit those goals. 
I, so I had some goals around speaking. Um, I wanted to, uh, you know, reach out to more schools and, and libraries. I wanted to speak at conferences. I wanted to uh, create a speaker packet um, and I wanted to do more webinars. And I didn't do anything in this category and partially, I mean, a, a really a big part of that, I believe, was because of the move. I recognize that was something new. And once we knew we were doing the move, I put a halt to, to all new uh, activities. As far as my financial goals go, I think partially because my wife is more uh, private about finances, I'm just going to say I, that I did hit my financial goals. Um so that's, um, I'm really happy about that. Um, although, you know, with the cost of living where we are now is significantly higher and our expenses are higher. So I, uh, I'm going to probably re- really need to take a much closer look this year at um, what our expenses are and, uh, and what that means uh, for me and my business and, and my family. All right. Uh, goals for the coaching groups. I did uh, pretty well with this area. I wanted to launch, uh, and here I wrote uh, two or three more groups. I successfully did that. Um, I wanted to create uh, two or three more video interviews with alumni to put on the website. I have, uh, I created one more and I have uh, one more that I just need to edit and put together. And then I also wanted to, I had an idea about creating a group for just masterminds um, and uh, to create a membership community. Now, the membership community is something that I have has been a, a goal that I've had for a while and I've hit a bunch of snafus on it, but I am really moving forward on that. And that's actually going to be one of my my big goals for 2018. And I'm actually hoping to uh, plan on launching a membership community for alumni of uh, our coaching program um, in uh, quarter one of 2018. I had goals around marketing. Um, I wanted to transition to a new email marketing platform. And I, uh, I'm glad to say that I have done that. I went from constant contact to, uh, to active campaign. Um, it was a pain in the butt as far as the migration goes, but I did that and I had help with it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was challenging, but I'm glad that that is done. And I actually, as I'm speaking, saying this out loud, I think I can now officially cancel my, my, uh, um, constant contact subscription. But what was happening is I wanted people who would already, um, cause the way email marketing works, if you, when you sign up for uh, my email list, I have uh, about a dozen emails that are scheduled to be sent to you, uh, that are what's referred to as evergreen. So it's not dated information. Um, it's just really good content. And so I, um, when I made the switch, I had turned off all of the other, uh, contact forms that w- were going to constant contact and point to them now to active campaign. So I was really puzzled why there were still new signups. And I, for a good month and a half, I could not figure out where these signups were coming from. And then I found, and then I remembered that I had a, a, a video series on my website that has uh, five videos on it. And the first one you get to watch, and then at the start of the second one, it asks for your email address. And I totally forgot about that one. Uh, so fortunately, I was able to identify where that was coming from. And uh, so if you recently signed up and you did it through my website by that, uh, um, by watching that video, the the uh, five video series on 125 strategies, and you identify that you were coming in from uh, Constant Contact, may need to go sign up again at a uh, active campaign or at my new, at my website now through active campaign. All right. Um, let's see. 
Oh, I think I mentioned that before. So I, I want to create a video, um, some video ads that really show um, that to try to reach new people um, who have not heard the podcast. Uh, so that's something that I really do want to do. Um, you know, maybe I need to, to hire a, a video production company for that. Um because I, uh, I really want to do it and I haven't really taken any action uh, to do it. And I'm not really, really even sure what that would look like, but I know that video is powerful. And uh, uh, so if you guys have any ideas, uh, feel free to uh, you know, let me know. Um, I wanted to learn some other social platforms. I mentioned before LinkedIn. I wanted to do some more stuff on Quora, Reddit and Twitter. Um, nope, I didn't really do much on any of that. Um, uh, Patreon. So I have been focusing more on my Patreon and growing the Patreon uh, page. Um, you know, when I first started it, I kind of just threw it up there and I'm like, eh, we'll see what happens. Um, and not much happens. Uh, you know, go figure. You don't, you don't put much effort into it. Not much comes out of it. Um, but we have been growing the Patreon uh, community and how many people are supporting us, um, which is awesome. I mean, it's it's amazing. Every time I see someone, whether you've contributed a buck or five bucks, I'm, I just think it's amazing. Um, I think we actually had someone this week uh, uh, contribute $20 a month, which is just, uh, and that, that fills my bucket because there's a lot that I'm really be wanting to do uh, with Patreon. So that is going to be something that we continue growing uh, in 2018. Uh, let see other areas. Um, <laughs> the Facebook community. Because if you've been waiting to join the Facebook community, um, I'm sorry. Um, I think that so the last time that I processed requests was November 1st because um, here, here's what happens. So I you know, I screen everybody. I have everyone fill out this application. I read through them. I look at everyone's Facebook profile and each going through each person's profile and reading the responses takes a, about five minutes a person. So then I get behind on it and then it becomes this overwhelming task. And then I spend like three or four hours one day working on it. And it's just like just a it's a, an executive functioning, exhausted uh, exercise. And, then, and so after I do that whole round of getting people in, I don't want to do it again. So that's sort of where I'm at. But here's the good news. So as I mentioned earlier that I just uh, um, hired Cassandra to, uh, uh, to help me with some stuff. And this is one of the things that we actually spent uh, uh, some time. And she spent, she's already spent about two or three hours, I think, in the last two days um, working through those. Um, I'm showing her how to how to do all of that. So there's a possibility that either by the time this episode airs or I would say for sure before the new year that um, everyone who has requested um, and has been patiently, patiently waiting uh, to, to enter the community um, that you will see that you have been uh, accepted into the community by that point. So thanks everyone for your patience. And again, I, I'm sorry, you know, it's, it's something I feel bad about. I think the thing that makes me feel, um, uh, that, that I feel most bad about is, you know, I've re I received emails from people thinking they were rejected, um, from the community cause they didn't hear from me. Um, and you know, I, I think for most of us with ADHD, we've, we've experienced rejection, uh, uh, at some point of our lives. So it's, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to that. Uh, so I, I am sorry if, uh, that was the, the story that you were telling yourself about why, um, you know, you hadn't heard from me, but the real story is, um, 
that my name is Eric Tabers and I have ADHD. Uh, so thanks for your patience. And uh, um, we're, we're going to continue to look at things and how to uh, continue to grow the community is, uh, you know, to be a very filtered community in the sense that everyone's screened. Um, Cause I think it's, a, I think it's an awesome community. Um, so that's, uh, that's that. Um, so those were my, those are my work goals. Um, you know, so, Again, with everything from from moving, um, I do want to share a, a lesson that I learned about moving. So one of the things that uh, I did is I inventoried everything that I packed. Uh, so every box was numbered, all the items were itemized, and I itemized them within Evernote. And because uh, I was like, it was very stressful um, and kind of just overwhelming. You know, you picking everything up and moving it and hoping you're going to be able to find it. And the, the one thing that, I mean, it's again, if one of these things, hindsight is 2020, I look back and go, why didn't I do that? So I did, made all this effort of, of organizing and cataloging, but then I didn't check off the boxes once I started unpacking and I didn't recognize how I need that I needed to be doing this until I was probably like 30 or 40 boxes unpacked. So it, at this point, it wouldn't really serve much purpose because then I don't know uh, what's missing. So if you are going to move and you're going to inventory your items, don't forget to cross them off when you unpack them because there's definitely one box that I still can't find. And I had my my. Um, a mini screwdriver set. It had uh, my rechargeable batteries uh, and possibly my backup pair of glasses. So if anyone's seen this, let me know because um, I'm still looking for them. Um, but yeah, it's um, moving is hard. And I mean, it's during that time, I would say it was, uh, I would, and I don't use this word lightly. I would say it was, it was somewhat traumatic. I mean, it's, uh, it was, it was beyond stressful, um, but I'm glad that that is behind us and uh, moving forward. Um, so I think one of the best decisions that I made this year, and it was probably a hard decision, and it has to do with saying no. When um, So I did not submit a proposal to to uh, speak at this year's Chad conference. Um, and I had um, uh, Ari uh, Tuckman, um, you guys may or may not know uh, who's very involved in, in Chad. Um, and he used to, he used to have a podcast. He has a couple of books out. Um, you know, he reached out to me and said, Hey, are you going to submit this year? And I, uh, you know, I think part, there was part of me that wanted to just like avoid the, the email altogether and not respond. And hopefully it would just go away and then something magical would happen. Um, I mean, that's not rational, just what happened to my head. Um, but, uh, I said, I said, no, that I was going to, that because of my move, I'm really focusing on, on, I'm not taking on anything new. And as the chat conference was approaching, I was, uh, I was having major FOMO. I was like, oh, I, I could, I could do something. I was so glad that I said no and stuck to that. I, I think I just, I honored and respected my, my limitations. Cause I think that if I had that one more thing that I had to do, I don't know where I'd be right now. I probably would, you know, be in a corner somewhere in a padded room. I don't know. Um, but so I really do think that was one of the best decisions I made. And so I had a lot of fun actually at the Chad conference. Um, you know, and that also brings me to, uh, one of my other lessons is the importance of a friendship. Um, you know, as you, as most of you guys might uh, probably know, um, with uh, you know, 
Tom Nardone with with what he went through this year with his uh, with uh, having brain cancer, having to have surgery and and everything. Um, you know, it's it reminded me again. Uh, you know, because life has so many ways of reminding us of these things. Um, that life is precious and that if we're not intentional about remembering that, that life is precious, that it, it could be easy to take things for granted. So, you know, what, as I mentioned before, one of my themes for the year was gratitude. And I think that, um, I don't think I need that as a theme anymore. I think that that has really become integral into how I live my life. Um, um, living from a place of gratitude of really appreciating the things that I have, um, and so, uh, yeah, just that, the, the importance of, of friendship and, uh, you know, so Tom and I, we roomed together at the, uh, the chat conference. Um, and that, um, that was an experience. That was a lot of fun, actually. Um, I don't know if there was a video out there somewhere of, uh, the elevator rides, but, uh, having fun is, uh, is actually one of the things that was, was on, oh, let me back up. So I'm not, here, I'm going tangential now. Um, so last, two years ago, one of my themes was play and I didn't really do much in that. And what I was thinking of when I did my, my year reflection last January, what was the thing that I did that was the most fun? And it was going to uh, see fish at Wrigley field. And so I shifted the theme of play to music. Um, and then so the first few months I was actually doing a lot more with music. Um, but then with the move, that was like an extra thing and that got, um, that fell off. Um, so I do need to bring this back in my life because it's, you know, music is one of these things that it just, it fills my soul. I mean, it's, it's something that I'm so passionate about and it kind of, it, it, a lot of ways saddens me that I don't do more things, uh, around music. So yeah, just, you know, having more fun, um, uh, playing more music. These are some of the things that I really want to do, um, moving forward. So anyways, looking ahead now. So that was basically my year in review. So tomorrow, um, podcast time tomorrow. So, uh, tomorrow's December 27th. Um, I'm going to be taking a day away from my office and spending the entire day focusing on my annual planning. Um, and so I, as I was putting together the notes for, uh, for this episode, uh, I was thinking about some themes that I want to, um, uh, that, that are possible themes that I want to focus on this year. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was adulting as a theme. Uh, and I think part of it was because, um, I recognized how much my wife does, uh, and how much, uh, she does and just, you know, managing the household, managing expenses and our finances, managing our, my, even just making doctor's appointments and things like that. Um, and so I, I want to step it up this year, uh, in, in that realm, you know, this is definitely the year of adulting. Um, but I, I really want to take that more, more seriously. Um, cause I, I appreciate my wife so much and everything she does. And I don't want to take anything she does for granted. Um, and she never makes me feel bad about any of the, the stuff that she does. I mean, she, and she does a way more in the realm of, um, of just taking care of stuff with uh, the house than, than I do. Um, so I want to be a better husband in that regard. And uh, so adulting is one of my possible themes this year. I have uh, music, um, social and social connection, uh, minimalism, uh, learning leadership, um, connection, uh, home, and 
experiments. So this is just uh, um, some themes, words, phrases that I have um, that are that are uh, percolating as I'm thinking about my about what I want to do in 2018. So I can share this. I know my big, big work goal that I've already actually in, in this past week actually made a ton of progress on is to launch the, a membership community for the alumni uh, of, of the coaching and accountability groups. That's a big one because I think that w- is also going to lead to some other things as well. I also plan on, on developing some new uh, presentations because I really want to do more presenting. You know, one of the things about my office space that I love is that I have access to this uh, this community room um, and I want to use it to do presentations. So some of the things I need to do around that is I um, I have to work with the, the, the landlord because I want to uh, add some uh, sound dampening uh, panels because the acoustics in there are awful. Um, great for whistling, but awful, <laughs> but awful for, uh, for actually presenting. And, and I really need to get serious about figuring out ways to really bring music back in my life um, because I know it's, it's going to be good for me and I know how much I love it. And if there's one thing that I know that is good for ADHD is doing things you love. Um, and so I just, I need to do the actual planning, uh, around making something like that happen. Um, so I'm going to spend some time really thinking through and planning out ways I can do that. The other thing too, is I need to do more things in 2018, um, that are going to push me out of my comfort zone. Um, I think that there have been things, uh, over the last, uh, year, year and a half that I, I recognized that I maybe weren't, was not pursuing because I was feeling out of my comfort zone and not so much in work related things, um, but just in, in general. And so I, I want to be really more cognizant of that. So I'm going to do some things around that. So that's my, my year in review and a little bit of a sneak peek, um, of 2018. So this is the last episode of 2017. Um, you know, we're coming up on episode 200, which, you know, I really wanted to make that a really, really special episode by putting together some of your creative ADHD stories. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, had on, uh, for a couple of weeks, I had an ad on the show calling for, for you guys to share your stories and, and whatnot. And the response was like that silence. It was, uh, and, and I really want to do something that is kind of like, uh, the moth. If you guys have ever heard the moth podcast, uh, it's live storytelling on stage. Um, but it's not going to be for episode 200 and that's, that's okay. Um, you know, it's in, in all honesty, it was probably a half-hearted effort. My, my call for you guys to submit, uh, your, your recorded stories. Um, maybe it really does need to be done as a live event. So that's something that, that really needs more planning. Um, so episode 200 is going to be, a, uh, December's live Q and a, since it does fall on it on the, uh, second Tuesday of the month. And I do have to say that this past December's Q and a was actually probably one of the best we've had in a long time. We had a lot of people actually jumped on, uh, to ask their questions, um, live, um, which always makes for a good Q and a, um, but we are, we are marking the 200th episode of ADHD Rewired on January 9th and the launch of ADHD Essentials, which is a brand new podcast hosted by Brendan Mahan, which will feature conversations with parents, teachers, and the other grown-ups who live with or work with our kids. 
So one of the things that we're going to do here on ADHD Rewired is when that pod, when ADHD Essentials launches, we're going to simulcast the first few episodes on on uh, the ADHD Rewired feed, um, and we'll do them as bonus episodes. So they'll still be the, your regularly scheduled episode. Um, and then if you like it, you can check it out and then subscribe to it. Uh, so watch out for it. ADHD Essentials with Brendan Mahan on. It's going to be fun to say on. The ADHD Rewired Podcast Network, which in all honesty, actually, you don't even know what that means. It just sounds really cool. Um, neither Brendan and I actually know what that means, but we're going with it and we're going to see what comes out of it. Um, so anyways, I want to I want to end this episode um, by uh, first of all, thanking all of you. And um, we're going to travel back all the way to episode 39 by playing a little bit of my interview with Jerry Mills. So enjoy the music. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and uh, happy new year and happy holidays, everybody. Um, Looking forward to a great 2018. When I see a knee, I like to lend a hand. We all need someone to understand that there are people in this world who really need us now. It's up to each of us to figure out how. We are calling out around the world, come join us. There is work for you and me. We are building communities and bridging continents all around, all around the world. When I hear the call, service above self. It's not just a slogan on my office shelf. It's the way I choose to live. The hand I have to give. Thankful for the chance to give of myself. We are calling out around the world, come join us. There is work for you and me. We are building communities and bridging continents all around, all around. The world We are calling out around the world Come join us This is Eric Tivers. Thank you for listening and congratulations for making it to the end. 
ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find summaries and additional resources for each episode. Learn more about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group and sign up for my email newsletter to get exclusive content that you won't get anywhere else. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. Support ADHD Rewired and help replenish our coaching group scholarship fund by becoming a monthly patron at patreon.com slash ADHD Rewired. Different levels of support get different perks. You can give just a buck or three or five bucks a month or more. Every little bit helps. And it's an awesome way for you to let me know that you value this show the community, and everything else we do. That's patreon.com slash ADHD Rewired. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Tivers. Subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube to see select interviews and other videos I've made. The ADHD Rewired community is now a secret group on Facebook, so that's one less reason to not just be a passive listener, but to be an active member of our community. Fill out our short screening form at our website, ADHDrewired.com. We screen everyone before they join. Podcasts change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Mention it in your online communities or on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Quora, or wherever you hang out online. And be sure to share it with your friends, your family, your clients, as well as your coaches, therapists, and doctors. If you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, be sure to tell them about this podcast. You can even show them how to download it on their phone or even do it for them. And if you really love this episode, please hit share on your podcast player. I'm only one person and I count on you to help me spread the message. One of the biggest things you really can do to support this podcast and to help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and review on the Apple Podcast app or on Stitcher or any other podcast app that supports and accepts ratings and reviews. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Need some ideas on where to start other than Brene Brown's Gifts of Imperfection, Daring Greatly, Rising Strong, or her six-hour recorded workshop, The Power of Vulnerability? Then I would recommend The One Thing by Gary Keeler. Oh, and if you by any chance know Brene Brown, please let her know how grateful I am for all of her work and what she means to me and the ADHD community, and that she's welcome on my show anytime. And in the one in like 7 billion chance that Brene, you're listening, please come and be a guest. Thanks. This is Eric Tivers reminding you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep connecting. And no matter how hard it all feels, Remember, we can do hard things. Until next time.